I'm Alexander Lancaster here at Two Wolf Studio and Artist Den, and you're joining us on KSEF DB Radio for another episode of Meet the Artist. And today, my guest, the artist, is Keith Perinic from KSE. K-S-N-T. We are K-S-E-F, so I almost messed that up. Um, but also known as the Spotted Guy. You've had that title for a while. You've been doing some really cool stuff. Welcome to Meet the Artist, my brother. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Right on. I've got to watch your work. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody in this city who hasn't seen your work. Uh, you have a, you're a photographer that has a focus on people and especially events. Yes, that, that's how it got started. Was that's how spotted was? It's all about seeing if you have been spotted at events, uh-huh. and that that's where it started. And from there, people would see me at events, and they'd say, "Oh, there's the spotted guy," and that's and the name stuck, and that's how I got the name, and it's it's been that way ever since. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. it. Tell us a little bit about the beginning of your journey. You like, like you said, you just kind of started out just shooting events, and people started knowing who you are. And it, it all started with the Topeka Capital Journal, the local newspaper in here. Yeah, they on their website they had a spot where you could submit photos of events. Called and it was called Spotted, and people would go to the website to see if they could spot their photo. And I've always had an interest in photography. I've had a passion for it for years, but I've never really had an outlet for the photos until a friend of mine introduced me to Spotted. And he says, you ought to just try it. Just go to an event somewhere and take some pictures, upload them, and see what happens. And the first event that I did on my own was the first Friday art walk back in 2009 or 2010 Uh when it was on South Kansas Avenue. Uh Uh, The first Friday art walk hasn't always been on North Kansas Avenue. It it started on South Kansas Avenue. A lot of people don't don't remember that. but And it was an art walk, an artist walk. And a lot of the artists in Topeka were just set up on Kansas Avenue doing their thing, wow. uh, drawing. They were drawing caricatures or, wow. or finishing portraits that they have started or paintings. And I walked up and down Kansas Avenue a couple of times just taking photos of these artists yeah. uh, in motion. And I submitted the photos, and it got a huge response. That's and beautiful. it kind of sold me. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that... Uh, that even downtown still celebrates a first Friday art walk. Um, probably not to that effect. That sounds really beautiful. A lot of people set up out there. Hopefully we're going to get back to that direction. Um, so whenever you got started, you know, before, before you started, like before that moment that you were talking about where your friend told you to, to take some pictures and submit them, what were you doing before that? Well, mostly just family photos, Mm -hmm. uh, pictures of my kids, Mm -hmm. my grandkids. It was always like in action. You just always like to get that. Yeah, yeah. I I always wanted to document family functions Uh and kids growing up. I have hundreds, maybe thousands of photos of my kids growing up. But that was the extent. How do you store all that? I'm sorry. Well, that's (laughs) the thing. Back then, they were... 
they weren't digital. They were the old film. And uh, I even learned how to process black and whites because nice. uh, that's kind of a lost art now. For but, sure. Uh, I have I have boxes and boxes of photos, and you know you take wow. them down to your local pharmacy or Walmart or you know yeah. back then, and just have them developed, and yeah. and you had them, and then you know it's like well you have these pictures, and now what do we do with them? Because yeah. really social media wasn't going then. You know we're talking about you know twenty years ago, thirty years ago, and. And whatnot, and and so social media wasn't a big part of it. It was just take a photo of your family, and at this particular time, maybe right. it was a holiday, yeah. or somebody's birthday, right. and well, we got to get everybody together and get a picture. And and so, you know, it just goes goes back for years and years and years. And yeah. but I really didn't have an an outlet for these photos. I didn't really have a. They were just mostly personal photos for the most part. And, you know, if we were at an event somewhere, I would take pictures too. But uh, they didn't go anywhere yeah. until, you know, I, I discovered an outlet for, hey, you could upload these pictures and let everybody see them. And, yeah. and that's kind of where it went. Yeah, and they're super popular, I think. You know, anytime, anytime somebody is at, at an event, they want to see if their picture was taken. Like, it's yeah. like, and that's, definitely yeah. check with you. <laughs> check your yeah. page. Well, check and see, that's KSNT. how I got started. Um, I would show up at an event, and people would recognize me. They, mm -hmm. they may not necessarily know my name, but they say, oh, there's the spotted guy. And, yeah. and uh, so they know, well, and it even got, went uh, so far as people would say, well, it's not a real event. Yeah. Unless the spotted guy is there yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be documented, and basically it was a documentation of the event, and uh, the photos were always published. Either yeah. you know when I was at the Capitol Journal, they were published on their spotted site, or now with Case and T, it's on the website. But it was a documentation of the event and, no and kind of a history. It's yeah, it's beautiful. I just love the way you do that, man. Uh, you know, I met you. Oh, shoot, I guess it had been like back in 2011, 12, something like that. And it was the same thing. Whenever, you know, I got your card. I was looking the other day, going through a bunch of cards I used to collect back then. And like one of my first pages is the spotted guy, you know. <laughs> and so I remember you coming in the uh, gallery. And you've always been a, an awesome support. Like I always, I always get to see you at the events. And it's, uh, it always brings a smile to my face. And I think it does the same thing for everyone else. And <laughs> you are also always walking around with a smile. You're pretty happy when it comes to events. Yeah. I, once I grab that camera, it, I just go into a different element. And it, it just, it's my happy place, yeah. so to speak. And, you know, I don't get a lot of rejections or a lot of no's. I, I, occasionally you do. Uh, early on, I, I, mean, I do have to admit... When I first started, I told myself, if I get three no's in one evening or three rejections, I'm packing up and I'm going home. Wow. Well, then I'd, you know, I thought, well, no, because that's not fair to the people that are there that want their picture taken. Yeah, yeah. You, you might have 100 or 200 people at an event and three people don't want their picture taken. Well, that's no reason to just pack up and go home. So I kind of abandoned that idea. And if I get a rejection, which doesn't happen very often, but, mm -hmm. you know, I just... I just pass it and say, well, that's fine. You don't, you know, I don't need to take your picture. And I go on to the next person. And, and most generally, it, people will say, well, I've been waiting for you to come over here to take my picture yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, Yeah. What's some of the most memorable events that you can remember covering so far? Well, early on, uh, the black tie events. 
there there were a lot of uh, black tie events down downtown Ramada, Capitol Plaza Hotel, um, where a lot of the who's who of Topeka, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Kansas Chamber. Those are always yeah. memorable events. Uh-huh. Um, I've shot several uh, governor's balls. Those yeah. are memorable events. You know, the real spiffy where everybody's dressed up because it's kind of cool to see people in tuxedos and ball gowns. Yeah. And, and that's it's really great. And and it's also makes for good photos because people want their picture taken yeah. when they're all dressed up. Yeah. And it really makes a difference. That is true. That <laughs> is true. So you, you have, you've covered a lot of the those balls, Arts Connect type stuff. And, and you almost get like this red carpet whenever it comes to like the best of 50 or the best under 30 or whatever, whatever you know, those those events. So it, does it, do you feel like you have, uh, you know, is there competition out there for you? Or, or is there others that are kind of doing, just curious. I, I haven't seen anybody else do what I do uh, to this extent. Uh, there are organizations like Visit Topeka, uh, I think the, the Boys and Girls Club. There are other organizations that photograph and document their own events. For sure, for sure. Um, but, but then when, when the event, that's all they do is that event. And yeah. Visit Topeka is a little different. They document a lot of events in Topeka, but for, sure. it's for their website. But not to the extent that I... You know, because no, I'll cover, you know, like I say, I'll cover Governor's Ball or I've had one-on-one conversations with uh, Laura Kelly or, yeah. um, you know, from that extent all the way to, you know, just had, talking yeah. to people just on the street that Absolutely. know me. But, you know, I think I'm trying to think, uh, I know that person, but I can't play some kind of conversation. Yeah. So it goes all the way. Uh, it, it runs the gambit. And it's kind of cool because... Uh, I do feel like, you mentioned earlier, I do feel like uh, a little bit of a red carpet kind of thing because, yeah. um, you know, everybody sends me, you know, well, you know, RSVP or you need to get your ticket to get in here. And, and I, I don't ever w- want to say this, but, I, I t- I, you know, I know that, no, I don't need a ticket to get in. Right. You know, the door is always open. Yeah. Uh, it, it always has been. Yeah. And that's beautiful. A lot of people are very welcome to you, man. That's yeah. really and, and that is, I will admit that, that Topeka has embraced it. Yeah. They've they've gotten behind what I do uh, to a great extent, too. I mean, it's just phenomenal what, you know, and, and even from the smallest event to the largest event, it's uh-huh. they get behind it and they understand it. Yeah. And, you know, early on when I started to do this, I, I, I could tell there is a big difference between that guy that weird guy behind the camera that nobody wants to see come in (laughs) you know he's poaching pictures of people and it's weird versus you know coming in and documenting the event and 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 actually having conversations with the people that you're taking pictures of that's a big difference right there and getting to know the people and being a part of the event yeah, and that and and so I, I think you're right. I think that's one of the biggest things that stood out with you with me too is that you did. You you always came in, you talked, and you know we had conversations, and then you went into your mode, you know, where you're like you could just tell you're like now I'm a photographer. Nice to meet you guys. I'm about to document this awesome <laughs> yeah. situation or event. So yeah, and and that to me makes a big difference. Uh, being first of all being professional about it, but getting to know the people that you're about to 
document and take mm-hmm. photos of yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, when I was uh, uh, part of this Capital Journal staff, uh, I was in charge, or part of my responsibility was to keep the spotted uh, site going and uh-huh. to recruit photographers. Uh-huh. And that was tough. Because a lot of people would say, "Yeah, I want to do. I want to do it. It sounds really fun." But not today. Yeah, but not. <laughs> but not. Oh, I, I'm busy today. Or, or you know, they would show up and they would shoot an event, and you never see them again because they realize, oh, this is a lot of work. Yeah. It really, and you got to put yourself out. You have to open up yeah. and put yourself out there and yeah. put it all on the line. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. And that's why I have to call you an artist, my brother, because, you know, uh, that's what art is, too, is a lot about that, putting your putting yourself on the line, taking that risk. And, I mean, that's also business, too. But, yeah, yeah. I agree with that 100%. Are you from Topeka? Uh, not originally. I grew up out in western Kansas. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife and I moved here in 87. Okay. Uh, so we've been here for, what is that? 34 years yeah. so yeah i've i've been here long enough i, I know my way yeah, around yeah, yeah. <laughs> um with all the events uh, and and venues and places that i somebody can say well you know the next event is at such and such and i rarely have to even look it up i've probably have been know, there you've probably <laughs> been there yeah so like um with the with your uh 30 years, 30 plus years of being here in Topeka. I'm sure you've seen a lot of ups and downs when it comes to events. And uh, what do you think about how we're working it nowadays? I mean, even after COVID, which I hate to have to mention COVID, but you know, the last few years, I, I've been in Topeka for, you know, 2009, 8, 10, something like that. Um, and so I've watched it like it felt like it was just constantly getting bigger and growing and more events and Noto Arts District and then downtown started coming back and stuff like that. What are, what are your thoughts on, on what we're doing nowadays? Well, I see a lot of organizations and a lot of um, genres advance making mm-hmm. advancements we have you know Evergy plaza now which has taken a mm-hmm. while to get to go um, yeah looking good though yeah it, it really is uh but i have to say the one group uh that has made the most advancements in the last 10 15 years mm-hmm. has been the arts yeah. by far they have outpaced everything else in topeka mm-hmm. uh when you look at noto and you know, i've talked to several people uh, that are down in Noto, people that have started Noto, that's a grassroots it movement. It, it really is. It's, the artists here in Topeka and the arts in general made that uh, arts district. They mm-hmm. didn't take a lot, if any, money. They did it on their own. It grew right. on their own. Yeah. It, that is a true grassroots movement in Topeka. And the arts have advanced faster and further than any other organization in Topeka. That's, and that's good news to hear. I mean, I, I agree with you 100% that the arts is they really have this advancement. What, can, you, can you give me your opinion on why you believe, or if you do believe, I'm sure you do believe that how important the arts is and what, it's, what, what the meaning of it, like we get a lot of support, obviously, 
Nodo would not be able to be where they're at without the people supporting it as well. Not only the the businesses and the entrepreneurs and you know the the locals that are trying to make things happen, but it's also the support of our people too. And that's one thing I think you know people just overlook sometimes is how supportive uh, Topeka, Topeka is in the arts. And you know just kind of wonder from your point of view how important is the arts. Arts are very important, and Topeka does support the arts because uh, I've seen Noto, maybe not Noto in particular, but the arts are moving back to, to South Kansas Avenue yeah. where they once started. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the arts are important because everybody needs an out. An out. Mm-hmm. You, everybody, you know, everybody's working hard. You work forty hours a week. Yeah. You're taking care of the house. You're taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. To me, the arts is your escape. Your yeah. arts is a place where you can go and be happy and put all of the pressure of life and the stress away for an hour or yeah. two, whatever. But th- when I walk into a gallery, you know, your gallery for one, I look around and I see this is really cool stuff. And I've always enjoyed watching other people's uh, work and seeing their work. And it's just amazing. Um, I, I'm not a, I'm not an, an artist per se. Like I couldn't do somebody's portrait. I would need a lot of practice and a lot of training. But people do it, and it's I just it, and I'm in awe of their talents. And it's it's a lot of talent. And and it's walking into a gallery to me. It just like walking into a happy place, and just the whole world is just shut out. Yeah. And I'm just there with the art and the in the gallery and the people's work, and it just you you forget about all your stress and your problems, and you're just looking at the art, and it's it's a very important it's yeah. it's very important. It keeps our sanity. It, it just it, yeah. it's very important. Where's your passion for for the arts come from? I don't know. I've always I've always enjoyed the arts, and uh, I will say that you know, like I mentioned earlier, the first event that I did on my own was uh, uh, the First Friday Art Walk in South Kansas Avenue and it got a huge response. I mean, it's, you know, I, I even had one uh, person wanted to buy one of my photos of, of a hot air balloon. Yeah. It kind of got me, uh, you know, but it's like, you know, because we, on the websites, they track the traffic. They know right. how many times a picture's been looked at. They know how many times an article's been read. How many times it's been open. So you know traffic on these websites. Uh-huh. It got a huge response. It just blew me away. And I thought, well, I do have a passion for the arts and for the this to you know for the public to embrace what I did. It just 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 fueled my tank really yeah. for what I wanted to do. That's beautiful, man. Uh, let's dig in a little deeper. You 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 moved here a few years ago, but tell me a little bit about how you grew up. <laughs> well, I like I said I've been from Western Kansas, uh, uh-huh. far western, way up in the northwest corner. I grew up on a farm, uh-huh. and I spent my summers. Well, I, I'm from Atwood, a small community. Uh, my graduating high school graduating class was fifty. Wow. Not very large class, you know. We everybody knew everybody. Uh, my summers were spent on a tractor, wow. uh, just going round and round and round the field, you know. <laughs> uh, but I grew up on a farm, and uh, it, 
you know, dad always instilled a good work ethic in us kids. Uh-huh. You know, there were seven of us kids in the family, oh, wow. and wow, yeah. and we all work hard. And even today, we all work hard and, and uh, appreciate what we have. You know, what comes to us. Uh, but that's that's where I grew up. I grew up on a farm out in western Kansas, yeah. where you you work basically yeah. sun up to sun down yeah. and it that is the truth i mean we did i don't know today if they do that anymore but we did we yeah. worked hard yeah just digging into that like, got being friends on facebook and stuff and seeing i've seen pictures of like you and your siblings and i mean y'all all look y'all all look happy and healthy yeah <laughs> yeah we are hard we work are. does, does <laughs> lead to that sometimes too right hard work yeah, is, it is part of getting yeah. to the happiness it I is. Mean, is it is um yeah, I mean, you appreciate things a lot more when you work hard for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it really makes a difference, I think. you have any advice to give to any youngsters that are like, man, I want to I wanna do like Keith? You know, I, I think a big important part about what I do and what other artists do in, in our community is to give the kids a way to say, you know what, I can do that. Uh, I can be an artist for a, a living. I can, you know, pursue my arts. And so what would be some of your advice? Or Well, the first thing I would say is, is find what you're really passionate about mm-hmm. because you're going to have good days. You're going to have those days when, man, I'm glad I'm doing this. But you're going to have days when I think, man, I, I got to put the camera down. It just isn't working. But you have to persevere. And pick it back up. And pick it back up. Yeah. Yeah. And and pick it up the next day and go again. And because because I didn't get where I am today overnight. It took, you know, 10, 12 years to get to where I'm at today. It takes a long time and you have to just keep going at it. Yeah. You know, it it started out as a passion. I think we kind of came to that conclusion. Uh, you already had a passion for the arts and photography, and now your passion turned into your job. You also are, said you're a hard worker, so that kind of comes easy that you've taken your passion into your job. Do you have any other passions now that you have uh, <laughs> that your job is your passion? Well, yeah, I mean, outside of the job. Yeah, outside yeah. of Yeah, well, yeah, one of the things I, I really enjoy is... is uh, renovating you know my the house that we were in that we bought cool 23 years ago and i've remodeled it's got three bathrooms in it i've remodeled each bathroom more than once wow uh i've remodeled a kitchen living room area uh, last summer i added an addition on the back two years ago um i i enjoy doing construction well, what's work. your favorite part about construction what's the Probably framing, 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 wow. and then moving into drywall and electrical. Yeah. I, I hate plumbing yeah. over the past. Plumbing's not very much. <laughs> I hate plumbing. Uh, yeah, and 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 I don't mind hanging drywall, but I hate mudding. Yeah. I just yeah. hate mudding. I just I don't have the patience for it. So you really like the framing part where yeah. you get to put together the structure. Yeah, then like, yeah. that's, that's yeah. what I enjoy. Or, or the demolition, too. The demolition. Demolition's stuff. always fun. <laughs> yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Uh, give me a little bit more about you. Uh, like, if you, What kind of music did you hear today? Let me just ask that uh, My music choice is country. Yeah, okay. I, I like even some of the older country, but the new country, to be honest, I feel like the new country is 
80s rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, the Eagles, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Eagles. I, 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 you know, and I grew up with the Eagles. Uh, uh-huh. Gosh, I, uh, some of those, yeah, that genre, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, could you, could, I, could you answer the question of what would be two of your favorite songs? <laughs> maybe not. Well. Maybe not I, all time, but. Well, I, you know, one of the songs that I always am singing in my head is uh, Willie Nelson, and uh, Mommy, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. Wow, cool. That, that is, yeah. I, when I hear that song, I don't hear it on the radio very often. You almost have to be listening to a radio station that plays classics or well, oldies we're going to play that it. right after this interview. <laughs> I love that song. And then growing up, um, I have always been an Olivia Newton-John fan. Yeah. I've seen her, been to three of her concerts. Oh. We flew to Las Vegas a few years ago and watched her when she was still uh playing out there yeah uh i've actually got a autograph i got a picture uh-huh. of myself with her yeah uh, I was, so i was wondering did you get did you take pictures <laughs> did no un- unfortunately you they they wouldn't to... allow uh-huh. they wouldn't allow photography uh-huh. uh i would have i brought my camera and you know, but uh, they said no. Do you ever show up to events with family or friends and, and be like, okay, I'm not going to work, but then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're like, yeah. your camera's That happens there. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. That happens all, <laughs> that happens all the time. And I just, when I, when, when I'm going to an event with family, if it's going to be <laughs> civil, I, I just have to leave the camera at home. Because yeah. if I have the camera with me, it's going in with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet. I uh, bet. I yeah, totally yeah there are times when I just, you got to put the camera down and just enjoy the event for what it is. Yeah. But then, you know, later on, I think, darn, I wish I would. I could have got a picture of that. That would be really cool. You know, but that's what cell phones are for. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, right? That's true, yeah. too. <laughs> you aren't far from a camera nowadays. Right, right? that's right, yeah. <laughs> You're a big part of our community, and I appreciate you so much. I mean, you do shine a light on the events that we do with your photography. You shine a light on people that are happy and smiling and the effect that it's having on our community, too. Do you have any like suggestions or any thoughts on what we could do a little bit better in Topeka? How can we be you know, a bigger help um, with the arts kind of taken forefront in the growth? What could we do to help? encourage uh, betterment in life here in Topeka? I think um, getting the word out. I mean, I know there's a lot of social media. Um, First Friday Art Walk is, is always advertised on Facebook and uh, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arts Connect does a really put a good good job. Yeah. Um, but I, I think even more so, and I know it costs money, but you know, billboards, any, all of that, you know, getting the word getting out, the word getting out. the word out. Yeah. Because even today, after doing this for all these years, I still have people say, oh, I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah. A lot more people say I missed it than yes. went to Well, it. and that's another point. Uh, it's a good point. Um, when I'm at an event, taking photos and documenting and, and, and whatnot, that's during, that's, you know, yeah. it's not before. I wish there was a way that we could do something before the event, get the word out. Yeah. But I mean, if some events are recur over and over, like First Friday Art Walk, yeah. First Friday of every month, uh, that's an easy one because you could you can put you know document right. last month and then get the word out. 
say, yeah. well, these, this is what happened last time at the first yeah. Friday Art Walk. Get it on your calendar. Get it, yeah, and then encourage people to, to come out. And so, I mean, of course, we're coming back from the pandemic. Um, it's taken a while. People are still a little bit apprehensive about getting out. So it's going to take a while. But even before the pandemic, getting the word out, getting getting people the message, this is going to happen or that's going to happen or you know, this band's playing here, or that band's playing there, or, yeah. or the, you know, there's gonna be an event. Uh, I, even with Evergy now open and having events almost daily, I still like the idea kind of of shutting down Kansas Avenue and, and, and having 2,500, 3,000 people agree. on Kansas Avenue. Because when you close a street, yep. it, it's a big deal. Yep. And people see that and say, oh, yep. well, they closed the street for this, I, we better get down right. there. It makes a difference. I believe you. Uh, but on the other hand, when they were closing the street, there's always two sides. Yeah. Uh, when they were closing the street, I had a lot of business owners saying, this is really great. But it's but messing up my business. It's messing up my business. I, I yeah. mean, yeah. I've been a part of Noto long enough and a part of downtown long enough to know that that is exactly yeah. what happens. Yeah. I really like 8th Avenue because there's not much that we, that we when we shut down the street like we did last Saturday, or on the second Saturdays. Um, yeah. You know, we got a hair salon here that she's not usually open. As a gallery, I got my windows wide open. We are ready for the concert, <laughs> you know, and uh, then we don't have very many other people complain about the road being yeah. closed down. Yeah. So I really like that. I do also, I miss the, uh, the big music festivals that used to happen on Kansas Avenue and how big they would get and how many people they would oh, bring out. Yeah. And to me, I always thought that businesses was benefiting because there's people that came downtown for that event and didn't even realize there's this store or there's this art gallery yeah. or there's this shop. And even if they're not open, they're like, I'm coming back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yep. check this out. So yeah. I agree with you on that, man. Where should we go now? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, talk about the future. Let's talk yeah, about let's do what it. do we need to do in Topeka for exactly. not only the arts, but, but um, social events in general. Yeah. Um, like I say, do? the pandemic kind of put a, a hurt on a lot of the social events um, and the arts. But I see us coming out of it. I see since March, we've been getting super, super busy. Uh, but I'd like to see it, see more of it and mm -hmm. let people need to kind of just go out on a limb and, and have an event and, and see yeah. where it takes them. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen a lot of organizations and a lot of groups set up an event for the very first time. First time we've ever had an event and maybe it didn't go so well. And said, so, well, but you have to have that event two or three times before yeah. people finally catch on and say, oh yeah, they had that last year and it's kind of cool. Let's go again this year. Yeah. So you got to keep at it. Here again, that's that perseverance thing. Yeah. Even for the organizations, just keep doing it. Just, yeah. just keep going at it and eventually because there's a lot of e events that ha occur every year, yeah. yearly. They're annual events, and people know about them, and they know in the fall. Well, let's see, the fall always brings Cider Days, or the fall always right. brings the Apple Festival, or uh, Wheat Stock, mm -hmm. or we, you know, this is yeah. what happens in the fall, or this is what happens in the spring. Yeah. And if you have that event often enough, it eventually will catch on, because yeah. uh, I've seen it happen. I, I agree. I've seen it happen and been part of those, too, I think, you know. Like, 
first time we did our two block chalk walk it was just you know it wasn't as big as it ended up getting before i stopped doing them and now we're going to do them in downtown kind of moved it to september but just keep going with them uh is the best way to get them going and yeah because the public will see that uh if you have the event one time and then you don't have it again they say oh well they must have must have been too much work for them or must not have worked right. out. But mm-hmm. if you come back again yeah. and have that event a second time and a third time, yeah. and the, the, all of a sudden the public realizes, well, you know, uh, they're still going at it. Yeah, it's kind of like getting behind the ball and the ball's rolling. A lot of people don't like to get the ball pushed. They don't like yeah. to, get, to get it started. Uh, per- perseverance and hard work. People like to get behind that, and they see that. They're like, yeah, I'll get behind that. But, you know, I, I do want to mention that um, – you know, years ago, <laughs> Two uh-huh. Wolves was down in Noto. Yeah. And when did you move back? It's been about three or four years. Yeah, three years ago. Uh, you moved Almost back to four. Kansas, South Kansas Avenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a that's a bold move. Yeah. Uh, I like the beginnings. But, I like uh, yeah. I liked the beginnings of Noto. I really did. And uh, I liked the opportunity to be a part of a, a new beginning for downtown as well. Yeah. 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 And I'd like to see a few more. I mean, we have, yeah. uh, there's a few on, on South Kansas Avenue. I'd like to see yeah. a few more come in. Yeah. And it's be really cool. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think we're, we, we have a good amount. Like, I think people don't realize that we have uh, a few galleries downtown. And we have a lot of artists that are participating in downtown. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, give downtown a chance, too, and, and check it out. And the more that pe- people support that, the more artists and more galleries and we'll move in and yeah i would love to see uh people set up on the street again for first friday yeah and i'm gonna try to like help throw that idea back out there to see if we could get it going i think that would be awesome i'd like to see a lot of artists just you know pull up an easel and a chair and and just yeah. start yeah. drawing or painting yeah and just line kansas avenue yeah. And that'd be really cool. And if there's any artists out there listening, y'all should just come on, contact me. I can help you get it set up. But uh, just come on and do yeah. it on First Friday. I think those are fun, yeah. fun deals. That would be, yeah. yeah, that'd be full circle. Yeah, because that's where it started. I mean, a lot of people don't realize it, but First Friday started on South Kansas Avenue, and it wasn't so much about going into galleries and seeing the work. It was about meeting the artist, yeah, in person and watching them do their work. And they might be finishing a painting, or they might just be starting a painting, or a character, or a portrait. But they're out, they're out there working, and you meet the artist. Yeah. And that is what, that's where it's at. And there's plenty of room. There's plenty of room for people oh, yeah. to come out and do that. There's no stepping on toes. There's no competition. And I think Topeka's art scene is, is probably unique in that way that... We have a lot of artists don't, that don't feel like we're competing with each other. We have a, a lot of artists that like to help bring each other up. So yeah, come on out and do that. That's a, that sounds like yeah. a great idea. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's it's really cool to meet the artists. Is I mean, like I say, I enjoy going to art galleries and seeing the work, but I always wondered who who is the person behind yeah. that painting. Yeah. A little and bit, yeah, a little the, bit more of the story. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. I think that's what I'm trying to do here, too, with Meet the Artist, uh, this this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, thank you, Keith. I appreciate you, man. Is there anything else we should add to this? I just I just want to let Topeka know that I'm going to keep going and, and look for me at the 
your next event. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming events that you're excited about? Oh uh, gosh, without looking at my calendar, I've you know <laughs> with the the with with the pandemic come coming down, you know, to an the end. way to yeah. Uh, I'm seeing like during the pandemic, I probably would maybe attended four, maybe five events a uh -huh. week, and that was really a struggle to find that many. To now, I'm having to pick and choose because right. there's a lot of events that are on the same day or same night, same time, mm -hmm. and you can't be at two places at the same time. And and so, and, I, and it reminds me now that that's the way it was before the pandemic. There was a lot of stuff going on. And you just kind of had to decide, okay, maybe last month I did an event similar to that, so this month I'm gonna do a new event. Or you had to kind of decide what you were gonna do. And I hate to do that because I wanna do them all, yeah. but you can't be everywhere you know all the time but but we're getting back to that we're getting yeah. back to where there's you know i'm i'm shooting 10 or 12 or more events a week wow and so it's it's really coming back and i, I gonna, like to see that i was going to ask you what your average day looks like but saying that i guess your your average day is pretty much running it's, from event yes, to event it to is event. it is yeah nice, <laughs> it nice. is <laughs> you know and, and now that i'm with ksnt uh before well before i was at ksnt it was mostly photos uh -huh. Mostly all photos, and now at Case and T, I shoot video of every event I'm at. Something, oh, wow. something. You know, yeah. they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, a video is worth a thousand pictures. Wow, and, yeah, that's a good one. You know, and it really is, it's and true. it's you know, it's, you can see a thirty-second clip or video of an event. It just tells you just about all you you want to know about the event. Yeah, you know. So anyway, so the video takes a lot more time uh -huh. uh, to cut and edit uh, right. and, and that sort of thing. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, if I'm at an event for an hour, hour and a half, I've still got an hour and a half, two hours of editing yeah. after the fact. But so and that's that's with all your experience. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that would yeah. leave me like two <laughs> days of editing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, there's a lot more work behind the scenes, especially now with video. It, video it takes a lot longer to edit and and whatnot. So if you shoot three events in one day, that's a full day. That's yeah. I mean I've I've shot more, but you know it, it's a that's a full day. Are you are you enjoying your challenges that I'm sure you're having in your growth? Like you said, you're working for just started out with Spotted, and now you like with KSNT, and you got a little bit more even wanting to do video. Do you have do do you have? Um... I yeah, I've always enjoyed a challenge. I've always liked to push myself. I don't like to be um, stuck in a rut, so to speak. Yeah. You know, I always yeah. want to try yeah. something new. And when I joined KSNT, it's like, okay, now I got to learn video. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> Fortunately, my cameras are are all 4K. They shoot excellent video, and so I have that covered. But learning how to shoot video, you know, and get getting the right angles and and that sort of thing, and then editing after the words has been a challenge. Uh -huh. uh, but I've enjoyed it, uh, and it's it's come a long ways. Well, I, I do see stories where they're talking about, you know, there's a report, but then pictures provided by, by you. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I also wonder, do you ever get put in a position where you're like, I need to do this? Well, obviously, you said you interviewed the governor. Yes. So was that kind of new with the KSNT? It was. Yes, it was. Uh, and it was during the pandemic. 
which was even more challenging because she wasn't seeing a lot of people during right. the pandemic. Uh, but I just wanted to talk to her and just see how things were going with state government and, and how the state was handling the pandemic. It was kind of that angle. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, but but, you know, to back up a little bit, I knew uh, Laura Kelly before she was governor. I knew her when she was a state senator. Because cool. when I worked at the Capitol Journal every year during election year, we brought all the candidates in and took their photos and uh -huh. interviewed them and, and stuff. And so I got to know her there. So we've kind of had a connection, so uh -huh. to speak, yeah. you know, and uh, sometimes I feel like, and this isn't the case by any means, but I, sometimes I feel like I'm her personal photographer. Yeah, yeah. I've taken a lot of pictures of her and yeah, I've yeah. been to a lot of events where she's been. Um, and so I just uh, got hold of her press secretary and says, hey, I would like to talk to the governor mm -hmm. about you know, how she's handling the pandemic and how things are going. And they said, great, come on in. And uh, so I wasn't really nervous. I, I, one of the things that I've learned to do uh, is, is write my questions down ahead of time uh -huh. and have them with me so I'm not fumbling around trying to think, okay, now what am I going to ask next? Uh -huh. So I have my questions there. And sometimes you have, when you are interviewing people, they want the questions ahead of time anyway. Yeah, so I've noticed you, that a lot with my interviews. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> we're on the fly. Yeah, so <laughs> I've learned to just, yeah, put, write my questions down before I go to the interview. And so that helps me. And that takes a lot of the, uh, uh, the nervousness the stress, yeah. out of it. So I know what I'm going to ask ahead of time. Uh -huh. So, but I had that and she was very good, you know, she's. So will you be doing a little bit more reporting in the future too? Yes, I have been doing quite a bit. That's one of the things I've, I've done, uh, and, and on most most of the events now that I've been to, since I've been with Case and T, is uh, interviewing people or interviewing somebody at the event. Uh, That's cool. I try to. One of the things I've learned um, over the years is that uh, when you go to an event, whether it's big or small. Most people don't realize the work that's put into that to, to, to make that event happen. Yeah. And so I try to, to focus my interviews on the people that made the event happen. Mm -hmm. What did it take to yeah. put this event together? How much work was it? Did you have any help? Yeah. Uh, what, what, what is the event all about in the first place? That's that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where it's gone. But every event that I go to now, I, I do video and try to do an interview if at all possible. That's awesome. So, and, and that's kind of where I've grown more than anything is is kind of the reporter side. And so where, where do we hope to go? Well. <laughs> are we, we going to see you as an anchor man soon? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, being behind the camera is where I want to be. Uh -huh. uh, I have I've have, have been on uh, uh, David George is our early morning uh, anchor. Uh -huh, and I've been yeah. on his uh, his show twice talking about what I do. Um, and that's, that's fun, but I still want to be behind the camera, uh, talking to people about their events and yeah. promoting their events. Yeah. Cause that's to me what it's all about. Yeah. You do it really well too. You do. You always let people know, like you appreciate what they're doing, but you're there to take the pictures. You're there to, to document the event and you do it really well. I appreciate it. Man. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for this conversation. 
Uh, is there anything else? Should we cover anything else? I think that's that's all I got. I, I, I love it though. I love I love your like I, I definitely got to talk to you so many different times and always like said, hey, we need to have this conversation because of the information and your knowledge as well. You know, I think it's just it's it's, it's a real pleasure to have you on here. And hope everybody's enjoyed it and I hope you had a good time too. I did. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm Alexander Lancaster with Keith, say your last name. Perinic. Keith Perinic. Because it's not Hornet, it's Perinic. Keith Perinic, the spotted guy, KSNT, and just an awesome human being, and also part of our community. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that's been my time. Thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to Meet the Artist right here on KSEFDB Radio. Tune in every week on the 8s. That's 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Check out, man. We have some really cool stuff lined up. Uh, some great interviews coming up soon. Um, I'm not going to mention any names. Okay, maybe I will. Andy McKee, Jared Guth. We got some really cool stuff coming up, so make sure you pay attention and always support the arts in our community here in Topeka. I want to give a big shout-out to all my listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, BKB Limousine Service. Man, that guy is awesome. If you ever need a ride someplace and you want to show up in style, make sure you contact him over here at BKB. Just Google it. It's uh, You'll find it. And also, my friends over at Bobo's, cannot thank them enough um the guy who owns that place also owns the building that i am in and without his support i don't know if we'd still be here so big thanks to bobos and everything they do so if you want to help support them go over there and man they got the best burgers you will love them if you haven't been there they are one of the oldest establishments uh, oldest burger places in town the classic type stuff man drive in there and they come out they serve you and they do it very well so make sure you go by and check them out and tell them tell them alexander sent you make sure you listen next week on the 8th 8 a.m 8 p.m i think that's all i have to say really i'm alexander lancaster at two wolf studio and artist Dan, recording for ksefdb radio we are everything topeka